<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'll just wait. Okay. Good lungs. Welcome to Sheltered in Place. I'm Chris. I'm Annie. And I don't know which day or episode this is because we rushed here from a video chat. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have my usual setup routine. We do have microphones, so that's good. And someone tried to say we shouldn't even, you know, why? We're not doing this live in yeah, front of an audience. And right. so it was trying to talk us out of doing this. And don't worry, listeners. We We're fought here. back. We're, We're here. here. Yeah. On time. And it, it matters. It, it matters. It's, you know, a it's routine. professionalism. It's professionalism. It's being a professional. It's making sure that we deliver for our listeners. Yeah on a schedule every day. When we say at six o'clock, we mean it. We mean it. We mean it. Sometimes we've been a few minutes early. Occasionally we've been a few minutes late. But it's but always plus or minus five minutes. Plus or minus yeah. five. It's yeah. like it's like the trains in say Germany? No, no Germany's no, not Germany. I'd say more like the the trains in no, not Switzerland either. And in no. like Russia. No. Still okay. pretty close. All right. Okay. Definitely not the US. Mm -mm. Not with my train experience. Certainly. Or mine. Yeah. Plus or minus 90 couple minutes. hours. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Caltrains. Take that. Oh, my gosh. Caltrains. Yeah. Um, so, it's Saturday. It is Saturday. And I just want to let you guys know that I crowdsourced what beer I was going to open tonight. Yeah. And so, that was the uh, choice of the crowd. Foster's. Foster's oil can is traditional today. So, uh, you know, we... we we, we work all, on all sorts of different channels. We do. To, to, to deliver you the prime content that you expect. That's right. And yeah. boy, did we deliver yesterday. We did? We did. I wow. woke up to a flurry of texts flurry. and emails. Yeah, a flurry. Mm. Um, I don't know any other way that would be more accurate to describe that. Avalanche? Um, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Could okay. be. Yeah. Kyle? Apparently, our... our um, Listener described somber discussion yesterday. Mm. Uh, we heard heavy as well. Heavy. Yeah. Um, about uh, data and tracking the virus and all of that and what, what the government might do with it. That struck a nerve with our listeners. There were a lot of opinions. Mm. I think I can sum up the collective agreement, I would say, from across the political spectrum based on what I know about certain mm -hmm. of our listeners is that uh, people are uncomfortable with this collection of data and they're very uncomfortable with it in the hands of either the government or private interests. So uh, for whatever it's worth to Google, Apple, the government, the listeners of Sheltered in Place podcast are pretty consistent on not wanting that to happen. Mm. So there you go. Yeah. We also have a listener... I don't know that I would say errata. I think it's a clarification. So mm. um, my mom wrote in to say yes. that uh, you actually have been on a podcast before pandemic mm. podcasting. Mm -hmm. um, and that was on Unraveling Pink. I was well aware of it when I made that statement. Okay. And do you want to explain why I your do. statement was still true? Yes. Okay. I was just interviewed. I had no idea whether it was going to be on a podcast or was not going to be on a podcast. I was just interviewed by my wife. Now... The episode I was supposed to be on got superseded by a couple other episodes, so <laughs> oh, no. it means that I really wasn't on a podcast. I was kind of filler when she ran out of things in her later episodes. So in that regards, is it really podcasting? Mm, 
It wasn't. It was more of an interview that got recorded. In my defense. There's nothing to defend the, here, honey. The reason you got bumped mm -hmm. was because those other two episodes were with Joanna, and mm. it was specifically mm. something she was doing with her business at that point in time, mm. and so it was time sensitive. Sure. Sure. And yours no. was not particularly mm -hmm. time sensitive, right. and so I made it a the podcast point producer is, decision. The point is still that it was just an interview yeah. that eventually got incorporated into a podcast. Right. And now this you're is a, a podcast. Yes, I'm a co-host. So we're yeah. I'm podcasting. We're both co-hosts. Yeah. So okay, that's why I okay. still stick to my statement. All right. Well, I think you're both right in in how you were thinking mm -hmm. about it. I I do mm -hmm. think that. I know you feel like you need to be right. That's okay. okay. Um, true to your word, you're wearing shorts today. I am wearing shorts today. Welcome spring. Yep. Shorts are awesome. Except my legs are not the color I remember them to be, but that's okay. They're very bright. They're um <laughs> noticeable. Um they're uh that's good. They're yeah, they're uh they're probably skin cancer free because they're, they're so colored. Uh, I was worried about barnacles, actually, when I took <laughs> off my pants, you know, I went to wearing shorts. But no, there's no barnacles, nothing, no lichen, no moss like you had the problem with earlier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's slow but steady while going. Mm -hmm. All right. All yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, it was a good day today. Good walk. Yeah, nice and sunny. Mm -hmm. Right. I did my, I did an afternoon workout outside, which I haven't done before. I've usually done it in the morning when it's nice and cool mm -hmm. and I don't really have to worry about the sun because the house shades me. Mm -hmm. I had to worry about the sun today and there was one little square in the shade which is where I worked out and yeah. something that I did did not work out well because now I have a pain. Yeah. But that's okay. It'll go away. Well, it gives you an excuse to ice. You like icing. I do like icing and tomorrow I believe is going to be a rest day for me so oh, it'll be yeah. fine. Right. It will be fine. Yeah. It will be fine. I would like to report that the trivia contest that I ran for my company this week was successful. Congratulations. Thank you. It was fun. It was a game of cat and mouse between the constructor of mm. the game, myself, mm. and the team, which really likes to try to find ways around rules. So I had to think pretty hard about the rules that I put out there, but it was a lot of fun. And someone, other than the person who wins practically every contest in the company, someone else won. So that yes. was good too. Yes, that was very fun. Yeah, that was that was good times. Yeah, I got to live vicariously through the entire experience, and mm -hmm. it was worth it. Yeah, we're an interesting breed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally, you don't when you put together a nice contest for your work, you don't have to think about all the ways they could game it. Yeah, um, which is what you have to do every time you try to do something for your mm -hmm. your your set of compatriots yes yeah that's right yeah um i read an interesting article today you did that yes that made me think about this whole sheltering in place and we've talked sort of about this before okay. but it was about like, looking at the world that we're in right now and mm -hmm. thinking about what what would we like to keep from what we're in right now and so things like clean air like does that mean that maybe we go to um, occasional work from home days or coordinated work from home days that would give our earth a little bit of a break and mm -hmm. create more blue skies. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel like there's much more of a an effort to socially connect with people even if we can't physically be in close contact with each other. So 
um, connecting with people. I've talked with people who say they are doing a lot more video calls. Mm -hmm. People like today I had a, a call with Sawa, my college roommate, who normally we talk by phone, but we did a video chat. Mm -hmm. And it feels different and it, it feels more connected. And that's something that I think we'll try to carry forward when this is all over. So I'm just kind of curious like what other people are discovering about what they're doing now and probably a simpler, closer life and what they would want to keep going forward. Mm. So is there anything that you would want to keep from what we're doing right now? What would I want to keep? Um, well, what I want and what's going to be captured are probably two different things. Um, I think what's going to happen is that companies will recognize that, I've talked about this before, is that this the hit they take in productivity, they will more than justify by the cost of not having the physical buildings and all of the trappings that go around with that. And that could lead to some interesting things. If people, you know, not all businesses can be able to work from home. Let's just be clear. Um, but it could lead to some interesting things for the businesses that can work from home. They could lower the cost of having an employee, which could lead to lots of different things. Um, it could lead to hiring more employees. I don't think they'll go that route, but it could make sure that, you know, health benefits things like that stay, you know, still stay within cost limits and things like that. So I don't know people realize this, but the cost of healthcare has been increasing quite significantly over the last decade. And more and more companies were looking into ways that they could reduce that cost because it's for their employees. Um, so, you know, there's lots of things that could happen here. But what about you personally? Like what, mm. what, is there anything that you're experiencing in the sheltered in place that you like and want to keep? Let's see. No sports. Um, no gym. No gym. It's not what you um, what you don't like about it. That wasn't. My can't question. go anywhere. Uh, was, yeah, I want the clean it. air. I think the clean air and the fact that pictures of LA right now are in my lifetime I've never seen um, are amazing, and mm -hmm. that is going to lead to much better health for everybody. Um, I don't, I don't think people realize the health costs that are associated with pollution, uh, non-environmental acts, and things like that. Um, cleaning of the rivers and the oceans, that would be awesome. Um, we, talk, we, we touched on this as well. So I would love to see that because that gives a chance to the future for other generations to come. Um, I'm looking for more transitive things to come out of this more ways that uh, we can have people we can, instead of the current system where all the money is being funneled into the top 0.1 percent of the of the population that we can start distributing a lot more of the cash which is what the government's doing we're supposed to be doing with this two two trillion dollar bailout um how can we do that so that instead of ending up in the rich cronies hands which is what this two two trillion is majority is going to be going to how do we make it so that we get out to the rest of the people I'm not talking socialism, I'm not talking like this, but how can we come up with a system so that we don't end up pulling all of, you know, 80% of the entire available resources in 0.1% of the population? So I think yeah. that can come out of this. I, I really do, because it's going to have to. Uh, otherwise, this entire thing falls apart. So Yeah, I think you're right that the, the current state of things with our economy and what's happening with businesses is revealing some structural problems that have been there all along that now it it should be pretty hard to ignore. I know that people are good at ignoring those problems, but 
Um, I think this is a great opportunity for us to see what problems we have and uh, see them pretty clearly and try to find a way to make this a better society. Yeah, I mean, tr you know, trickle-down economics, which has unfortunately been a significant part of my lifetime, doesn't work because it doesn't trickle down. Yeah. These people are do not need to buy more groceries. They don't need to buy more cars. They don't need to buy, uh, you know, more refrigerators and things like that. So the fact that we're going to have to, it's going to, money's going to have to start. These people being the top. Yeah, the top, yeah. And so that's what trickle down is. It, it pulls the money for them. And then they just don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no way, there's no mechanism for it to happen. Uh, you know, yacht makers don't get, <laughs> how many yachts do you need? Uh, although some of them have more than they need. Um, but the point being is that forcing that, not a trickle, but an actual flow of money into the rest of the population um, will actually spur the economy and spur lots of, more positive things. And mm -hmm. so you asked me what I want to see, and I'm giving you the question, an answer you probably didn't expect, nor as local as you expect, but I swear I want to see on a global level things change. Okay. World peace. Uh, sure. I'm, I'm kidding. But yeah. No. no. Put them in the blender, that's how you get world peace. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it would be nice if we could use this time to improve things. Yep. Yep. What do you call a sad aquatic mammal in the bottom of the ocean? Oh, I don't know. A blue whale. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not my joke. That was off of Borderlands 3. Not mine. Wow. But so many I, benefits. I just wanted to change the tempo here. Change it. Yeah, go from this yeah, we needed a sadness to transition, transition into to a segue. A segment, maybe. Already? God. Well, we blew through our time yesterday. We did blow and through our time. Are we blown through we it again. Stay our welcome, but uh, you know, I just I'm trying to be mindful of time, so we've got a little yeah. bit at the end in case we have some other things to say. Okay, so this one's going to be a situation that came up today. But, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! All right. What is the name of our segment? Crosswords. With Chris? No. Okay, just, just crosswords. crosswords. Okay, all right. Crosswords. Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, editors are really good at catch, catching clues that a constructor is using that might not age well or might not be pertinent mm -hmm. over time and things like this. And today's puzzle, um, it, one got through and I thought I'd call it out. Ooh. So today's was a Saturday LA Times puzzle, usually the hardest puzzle. And... Um, the clue was, uh, it's happening today. It's happening now, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and the answer was five letters. It's happening now is, is kind of <laughs> very vague. It's really not a good clue to begin with, right? It's a terrible clue. It's a terrible clue. You, know, like, you, have, you, know, you almost have to feel like you have to get all five down. All five words that are go down direction. in that direction. Um, and so at first I was a little bit put off by this clue, but I, which means I didn't know the answer. And then um, I got a letter, and then it hit me. And after it hit me, and I filled it in, it was right. Um, I got even, you know, I, I, I got told angry. I got angry because I told Annie, <laughs> and Annie had the correct answer, which was, well, we'll get to it. So the answer that they were looking for was April. Oh. It's happening now, April. 
crappy. All right, I'm just gonna say crappy for lots of reasons mm. because it's just, it's just, it's just not a good clue and answer to mm -hmm. begin with. But the second thing, and this is you know what made me angry, is and, and Annie pointed out quite. What if you're doing this puzzle a month later? Yeah. Right. April's not happening. April's in May. not happening or in May. In or if you if you came back to it, you found this puzzle a year from now. You take it on vacation with you yeah. in July. And so this puzzle does not have. It's, it's not going to travel well. It's not relevant. It's not going to age. And yeah. so, reason why I'm bringing this up is constructors will do this, and editors will normally catch it. But sometimes things like this get through, and you just have to, you know, re recognize that it happens and. Mm -hmm. Talk yourself down from the anger ledge and just say, okay, all right, you got me, but make sure it doesn't happen again. So that's been crosswords. Okay. I like it. I, I shared your your anger this morning. With yeah. that. that was, that was, it seemed kind of cheap, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was doing my homework today on the uh, science of well-being class mm -hmm. and one of the things that they were talking about as the homework for the next week was uh social connection which i thought was kind of interesting because this is not this is a class that has already been done and they're just showing it again i think now mm -hmm. so it's not like to your point it's not current it's not you know sheltered in place um and so they're asking you to like go connect with people which it's harder to do when you're in a sheltered in place environment. Um, but one of the things she talked about was um, uh, talking with strangers. So she was talking about, you know, talking with a stranger on the train or whatever, which we're not doing these days. But um, it made me think of our walk when we talked with the two people who were fixing the mailbox that had fallen down. Yes. It was just kind of fun to talk with them. And I don't know if it's because we don't talk with that many people uh, outside Because <laughs> you're home. finally talking to somebody who's not me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but her point of uh, talking with people you don't know, it it's apparently scientifically shown to positively affect your happiness. So, um, so maybe we can experiment when we go on walks this week and we can mm. talk with uh, random, random people and see if it affects our mood at all. Okay. I felt happier, but I don't know if that's why. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I social connection. Social connection. In the age of sheltered in place. In the age of... Like, what can you do? Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, the good news is, you know, California is below yeah, expectation. expectation. That's awesome. Flattening the curve a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So we saw something pretty fun last night. We watched uh, a Tiny Desk concert. We did. With a an all female mariachi band, you did, and I am not usually a mariachi band fan because um, after we were married, the first apartment that we lived in uh, was in this complex where a mariachi band would play at I want to say five a.m. every weekend. Um, so it was not very conducive to my favorite pastime of sleeping in at the time on weekends. Um, and so I kind of had this dislike of mariachi bands because of that. This was amazing. These women had fantastic voices. They played well together. It was a totally different mariachi experience for me. Yeah, NPR, Tiny Desk, as a series of bands come through. Some really big names yeah. will go through like and Lizzo, play. Lizzo's done it. Um, 
whatchamacallit, uh, I think Taylor Swift has done one. Oh, really? I believe so. Um, way back, way back when. Um, so a lot of, there's other good names come through. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan did it. Wu-Tang! Um, so, uh, if, if you guys like live music, it's, it's a great way yeah. to see your, your favorite people broken down. Uh, and playing their music, but yeah, they're really good. I I like all kinds of music, so I mariachi still doesn't bother me that they would play at eight a.m. on a Sunday, unlike somebody else I know. Um, <laughs> they're really good. They're really talented, um, yeah. and they had fun doing it too. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, they squeezed into the same tight outfits that the men have to squeeze into. Uh-huh. So fair is fair. And they had flowers in their hair. They did have flowers in their yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And bright red lipstick. Yes. So. That's correct. See. See. So if you like listening to new types of music, uh, they, they kind of were taking a new spin on mariachi and making it a little bit more modern. They still play some of the old favorites. Mm-hmm. Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. And we even understood a little bit of the Spanish. It was not all in Spanish, but. No, they're singing in English and Spanish. Um, yeah some of the Spanish. I caught some of the words. I'm sure you caught many more of the words than I did. I found it to be harder in uh, singing form than in speaking form. Yes, because they break up the words. And uh, we're, we're just struggling to get the words as spoken and yeah, sung. Right. <laughs> it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother level of uh, complications. So yeah, imagine we're trying to figure out Kurt Cobain if you're not a native English speaker. So mm-hmm. just using Kurt Cobain as an example. Okay. Yeah. So I had an interesting experience today. Oh. Um, and it was a retweet from Anise. Wait, Anise retweeted you? No, something else. She retweeted somebody else's oh, okay. stuff. Okay. Uh, let's say the niece's name is what Bana- does it rhyme with? Bananica. Bananica. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was really like, okay, it was like, here's nine albums that guys, right there, I was like, what? All guys, you know, base their life around at age 20. I'm like, I, that doesn't make any sense to me because guys are the only ones that like this album. Anyway, I was like, fine. I was looking at some good albums there. I was wondering, I was like, like one was OK Computers. Like, my niece wasn't even born when this came out. So why? Never mind. I was cool. It's cool. I was going through it. And I was like, OK, yeah, I, I, I could see why a lot. Of, I knew all the albums, which is cool. I could see why people think this. And then I was reading through the call and I was like, once one person started going, well, I saw quite the heteronormative list. And I'm like, it's music. How could it be heteronormative? First off, mm. most musicians aren't hetero. Second off, who cares? It's music. If it sounds good, listen to it. If it doesn't sound good, don't listen to it. Don't put a, a moniker on it, heteronormative. If I put Elton John, David Bowie, Mick Jagger, their music up from the 70s, and said, you would have said, oh, that's quite the heteronormative list. No, they're all either bisexual or homosexual. So, getting to this, if you want to stop having problems with heteronormative versus non-heteronormative, stop labeling stuff. Stop putting stuff into categories because that's how you start not including people. When you put stuff into a category, you're actually being exclusive. And by saying something is this or that, you're actually being exclusive. I, I, I'm so, when it comes to art, which is completely subjective and really just depends upon what you take out of it, don't label it, just enjoy it. Don't sit there and try to 
pick what's wrong with it through some categorization methodology. I know the human brain has to categorize, but that categorization is actually causing you the most problems. That's causing all the exclusion that we're seeing in our society where people say, oh, I'm this, I'm this. Well, you're that color, you're that color. I can't be associated with... No, just forget about it. Just enjoy it. And then and, I... And don't read the comments. And then I... Re and then angry. And then I, and then I said, <laughs> ah, it's Twitter. Never mind. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, Twitter doesn't always have things accurate. Uh, no, what my point is, it's like saying, oh, that's such a heteronormative play. My goodness, it's the theater. Really? Come on. Yeah. Give me a break here, guys. Anywhere you're going to do that, it's wow. not, not in the arts. Don't, don't do the arts. The arts oh, is where things... We don't get to hear you do rants I know, I know, I know, I know. But that was I, exciting. I, it's just when people are, are, you know, that when you do it to yourself, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see people mm -hmm. causing their own problems. I'd like to have people not cause their own problems. The world becomes a lot better. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. You you and Erin, E-R-I-N, Erin, would agree on that because her her uh, life philosophy is that everyone is an individual and has a whole lifetime worth of experiences that shapes that person. And you can look at the external mm -hmm. and see what you judge in your own mind to be true but you don't know you can't mm. you like even even gender or race you know within those uh buckets you've got people who are very different and sometimes opposing i 100 percent agree with you that uh, yeah. sorry i didn't mean to cut you off and the follow-on to that is that's why my life credo is i'm no better than anybody on this planet yeah and the part that really irks people I'm no worse than anybody on this planet. And because of that, I treat everybody exactly how I want to be treated. And so it makes the world so much easier if you don't sit there and try to see somebody, oh, I'm better than this person. Mm -hmm. I have status of this person. Status only works in improv, in my opinion. Um, so don't, don't waste your time doing it. Just enjoy people as they are and try to figure out all the stuff that you just said that Aaron looks into. Yeah. It's like the, yeah. what, what makes that individual and what you can learn and what you can use from it. So. Well, so that was a really nice tie-in to another part of the lesson that I listened to today on the science of well-being, which is um, the thing that makes us less happy is uh, relative comparisons. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's pretty much what you just, you're yeah. just talking about. Like, it's not, you know, are you better than me? Are you worse than me? Um, it's you're a person, I'm a person. And one thing that I think is good to remember um, is that we all uh, we all have our own experience. We all have our own hurt. We're all wounded in some way. Like mm -hmm. there's some bad experience in everybody's lifetime mm -hmm. that shapes us, and we don't know what it is. And so, having some compassion and empathy for the people around you, and maybe you keep talking about ask the question why. And mm -hmm. I agree with that. Like if we can not just hear the words that people are saying, but ask why, we'll learn about them. Maybe we'll learn about their experience and we'll see them more for the individuals that they are and not the buckets that they fall into. Correct. I'm all with it. High five. Again, just, just don't categorize. It's, it's, gonna, it's the root of, I, I, I firmly believe it's the root of a lot of the evil in societies. 
is categorization. And you know, with AI coming over, that's all AI does yeah, is categorize. Right, right. And it categorizes wrong. Wrong. Exactly. Which is going to perpetuate everything in yeah. our society. So, well. Yeah. Program of racism. It's awesome. Well, blowing through our time again. Are we? Uh, that's going to be bleeped on my mom's closed captions. But... Uh, I, I, I said it's... Darn it. It's a man. <laughs> it... Kirk Hammett is a great guitarist. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so you, you've had some rants from us in the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what the comments look like in the morning. <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye.